Hello, this is Corey. This is Ryan. This is the Unqualified Commission Podcast, in which Corey and Ryan embrace the great commission given to us in Matthew 28, 19, and 20. We aim to strengthen the walk of fellow Christians, and we hope to reach the lost. Although we're not qualified, we have been equipped to share God's love. Thank you for joining us on the show. Hello, my fellow podcast listeners. It's Corey. It's Ryan. And this is the Unqualified Commission Podcast. Uh, this week, we have a special guest. He has been on our show before. Uh, we welcome him back. It's an honor and privilege to have Nicholas Campbell. You're able to speak now. Oh, okay. What's up, guys? Glad to be here. Glad to be here. <laughs> Glad to have you. Been, been looking forward to this one. So this uh, episode is uh, quite a bit different. Um, we are talking about Nick. What are we talking about? Blinkers. Blinker fluid. Um, where to buy blinker fluid? Um, we had to drive all the way to Waco, Texas to find blinker fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Tori is uh... I, I have surrounded myself by imbeciles. <laughs> uh, and they are really really trying to see if they can push me off the edge. <laughs> but before we get started, I'm going to lead us in a word of prayer. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for letting us gather here tonight, Lord. Lord, give us the words to speak. Lord, give us the topics that you want us to teach about, Lord. Um, thank you so much for giving us safely to this trip, Lord, and we ask for a safe trip back. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. So we are recording in Waco, Texas right now, um, and the topic today is pride. It is pride, and uh, special circumstances brought us to Waco, Texas. We uh, came to visit uh, JP, Nate, and Kathy from the Becoming Something podcast. Yeah, we've been. I've been listening to their podcast for a while now, a couple months. Nick actually put me on the podcast. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a pleasure and an honor to get to meet them, and I'm really glad that several ministries got to be represented today. Yeah, we attended Harris Creek Baptist Church. If y'all don't, if y'all don't know. Um, Nate and JP are pastors there, and they had a great service this morning. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, maybe a little different, a little sounding different. We're not in our traditional uh, yeah. studio, but uh, we We're have recording to... from a hotel room. <laughs> we have to yeah. continue with regardless Ho- of what Ho- adversaries are Ho- throwing our way. Hotel room, not a shed. Not not a shed this time. <laughs> not a shed hotel room. <laughs> That's a very nice shed. <laughs> it is. Have a, you know, it is a very well insulated shed. And we're using our old microphones. Yep. But we must continue. Yeah. So yes. today's episode, like we said, is pride. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, uh, Ron, why don't you tell us, since you live a life so pride-free, <laughs> <laughs> some stories or some things of how you dealt with pride. Most prideless person. You know I'm very unselfish. No, I do have, I do have selfish tendencies. I think we all do, deep down. You know, humans, they're, we're born selfish. We want to preserve ourselves and everything. But... We need to be a servant of all. Nick, what are you doing with your microphone? He's taking it apart to see how it works. Things are working with <laughs> the microphone. Okay. But no, um, a way to com- combat pride. You know, Jesus was not selfish. He put the well-being of others before himself. Um, but we need to be a servant of all, and that, that eliminates all competition. There's no pride in the game if you serve others. So the opposite of pride would be humility. humility. Yes, right. yeah, yes, right. And something that just came to my mind is like, Jesus practiced humility in a very different way than we did. Because 
for us as as people as uh you know natural sinners you know our way of practicing humility instead of pride is to um explain not explain but like confess our sins to our brothers our sisters uh that that's how you practice humility jesus you know obviously was not a sinner he was perfect so he practiced humility in a very different way than we did by service right yes to to the Mm -hmm. undesirables of town Mm -hmm. um well i want to uh kind of talk about myself so i struggled with pride um i still continue to struggle with pride Mm -hmm. um but it's kind of funny because i struggled with self-worth issues but i also struggled with pride so self-worth issues say that you're not worth anything and then pride issues say that you're the best thing since sliced bread well i feel like yeah (laughs) those (laughs) i feel like they kind of go hand in hand because if you struggle with self-worth issues you want to build yourself up in front of others to make your pride inflate. You want to inflate your pride to make yourself feel better about yourself. So I definitely, that's, I would definitely agree with that because uh, although my self-worth was a, a struggle, I, want, I was a people pleaser Yeah. because I wanted, I was looking for the affirmation that I couldn't give myself. That makes me think, um, if y'all don't know, I'm big into Christian hip-hop, and there's this artist I listen to, his name is Andy Minio, and he has a lyric that says, Pride and insecurity is the same thing. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree They with both that. go hand in hand with each other. And that's something that I've learned. I've caught that in my own life. I have to battle it daily. So I think there's a few flavors of pride, if we only use the word flavor. So I think there's the pride of um, like being proud of something, right? Being proud to be an American. Proud to be, um, you know... A country boy. I'm proud to be, mm-hmm. and I think that also goes, uh, you know, like proud of my kids for making the honor roll, or I'm proud of, um, whatever you're proud of, right? So I think that's one flavor of pride, and I think the second flavor of pride is like the all that. I'm the I'm the bee's knees. Look at me. I'm. You think you're better than better than else. everybody else, right? Um, and then I, I'm going to use a, a secular term here. But somebody who believes their crap don't stink. Yeah. Right. They they are above the. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think the third um, form of pride is like the one I suffered with, is um, being the center of attention, trying to get that affirmation that you can't give yourself. Yeah, and you yeah. want you want, like you said, you want the, all the attention to um, mask your insecurities. Right, so I, I definitely think that flavor of pride has different kind of connotation or context mm-hmm. based on the context around it. So, mm-hmm. so I think I think I don't want to speak this over everyone, but I think it's probably everyone or a majority of folks do struggle with some form of pride. Most definitely, yes. Yeah, most people struggle with insecurities too, and that, like we said, it goes hand in hand. Um, I was actually in youth class the other day, and we had a lesson on pride, and the three types of pride that uh, Chris Deal pointed out. He's our youth pastor. He said, "There's, I'm better than you, pride. I can handle it, pride. And that doesn't apply to me, pride. I think that's a great way to put that. The, yeah. Like I said, I, yeah, I came up with the three ideas. They were just different worded. But I, that's, that's a simple way to put that. Mm-hmm. And the definition that I wrote down of sinful pride is elevation of ourself above others and the denial that we need God. 
So, uh, Nick, have you ever struggled with pride? Most definitely, yes. So can you tell me some things in your life, how, how you've dealt with pride or pride affected your life? Um, well, so, uh, can I be real? Y- like yes. on this, yeah. on no, this, you can. I can be, I can be like. Yeah, I'm joking. Okay, yeah. so, uh, the one of one of the biggest things in my life that I've struggled with was, you, you know, porn and lust and everything that came along with that. Mm-hmm. So, what pride, what pride, what uh, dealing with pride has looked like for me is, uh, uh. Obviously, we said the opposite of pride is humility. What pride, what dealing with pride has looked like for me is confessing to the people that I was lusting over or lusting over somebody in their family looked like was, hey, telling them, hey, you know, I had these thoughts about this person. And for so long, I didn't understand why. I had to do that um, because I had been forgiven. I knew I had been forgiven. Um, but I was at a uh, youth revival. Well, you wouldn't, I don't guess you'd really call it a revival, but I was at a youth event in Boonville, and uh, the pastor that was speaking at it got up and said, uh, it's, about, it's about humility. And I, I had revelation in that moment. I was like, it's not that I wasn't forgiven. It's not that I had to ask that person's forgiveness. It was about growing my humility. Mm-hmm. So the type of pride you struggled with was, is that doesn't apply to me pride? Yeah, pretty Cause, much, yeah. Because everyone else shouldn't be doing it, but you were doing it. So mm-hmm. it doesn't apply to me, right? So arguably the first sin that was ever committed was pride. Pri- yeah. No, mm-hmm. definitely. That's that's actually in my notes too from that uh, that, that service. And said, this is the I can handle it, pride. Adam and Eve thought they could handle eating the fruit and being like God. But even before that, the first sin ever committed was Satan thought he was better than God. Yes. That's a form of pride. So the first sin that was ever committed that separated God from Satan was pride. Yeah. So I think it carries a lot of weight to know that pride led to the downfall of Satan. And here, here's the thing is... Um, so, we talked about this on the car ride down, but you know, I, I, I said, I think a lot of people underestimate Satan's power, right? And th- we could do a whole top- topic on this, but don't you think if the devil talked a third of the angels out of heaven to follow him with was pride? Was it a third? It was a third of angels, yeah. 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 Don't you think he can manipulate you and manipulate your thoughts and pride? Uh-huh. And make you think that it doesn't apply to you. I have a picture for that. Uh, obviously, y'all can't see it, but I'll read it. I'll read what the picture says. It says, If Satan can talk angels out of heaven, he can talk you into hell. Be mindful what voices you listen to. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's, per- that's the perfect what I'm saying. But yeah. uh, So, the enemy doesn't have any power that you don't allow him to have. But the enemy does have full dominion over this earth. Mm-hmm. And the enemy, um, that's one of the ways he, he, we've talked about this in the past on the works of the enemy episode, but how the enemy gets you is deception is one of his big tools. And, and he, de- he tells, 
He, he doesn't tell the whole truth. He deceives you. So mm-hmm. deception and dece- yeah. uh, deception and um, doubt. So he either deceives you, doesn't give you the whole truth, or he makes you doubt what God said. That's that's when you when you get at a high level, really that's the only two tools that he uses. Yeah. But yeah. the tools that he uses, he you know, pride, lust, all those sins that we talk about is mm-hmm. the ways he does it. But yeah. at a high level, deceit and doubt is the only two tools that he attacks yeah. against you. The way like the way I like to think of it is like so you were saying, you know, that he uses deceit and and stuff like that. Think of think of a thirty foot long piece of rope, and within the first foot of that rope, you've got a knot, and that first foot is truth, but the rest of the twenty nine feet of rope is lie. Okay, he puts mm-hmm. he puts a little bit of truth in there, but a whole lot of lying, and that is how he deceives you. Um, you know, I, I heard this the other day. This changed my mind after so long of thinking this. This is kind of changing the subject, but talk about pride, right? Who committed the sin of pride? Was it Adam or was it Eve? Was that a trick question? No. Adam. So, you know, you, you hear this. You hear, oh, that's why women have to bear childbirth because they committed the sin, right? Oh, that's why they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden because of women, right? Women are being the problem. It was men. The man allowed it to happen. He went along with it. When, when, you show me in the scripture, was Eve ever told not to eat the apple? Adam was told not to eat the apple. I've never looked into it. I don't know. It was Adam's job to lead his household and tell Eve. Adam never told. So when Eve ate of the apple, she never sinned. That wasn't the sin. Are you sure? Go look at it. Also, if you read, it says um, it says that she took of the the apple or the fig or whatever you want. I think it's a fig personally. Um, but if you look, it says uh, when she took she took of the the fruit, she ate it and then brought some to her husband, and then they they realized they were naked. It wasn't when she yeah that's the thing. It wasn't when thing. she ate that she realized she yeah. was naked. It, it was happened, with her husband. It Wait, happened look, when he did it. Genesis 3 verse 2 says, The woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat the fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. The woman said that to the serpent, so she knew. But she wasn't told that directly from God. She was, If she knew, she was told by Adam. It says it, though. It says that she knew. It says that she told the serpent that. So she knew before she did. But again, I'm going back to what Nick said. When she ate the fruit, nothing happened to her. That's a little further down. Keep reading. It was only when she consumed it with her husband. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open, Mm -hmm. and I realized they were naked. Yep. So it was Adam's pride that led to the downfall of yeah. mankind. And, so, and, so I don't want to hear, and, oh, it's because of women. It was because yeah, of, yeah, it, yeah. Well, it was like, we need to take a hard swallow our pride here yeah. and say it was men. You know, yep. it was, yep. I, I don't, that blew my mind too. Trust me, I, I've been taught the whole, of the whole gamut that women are the reason for sin. Women are the reason we got mm-hmm. kicked out of the garden. Women are the problem. Right. When you take a minute and you take a, you go up and you swallow that pride, 
you realize, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) I've been wrong for a while. I've been, how old are you? Uh, 29. Yeah, I've been wrong for 29 (laughs) years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that's, see, it's so funny because literally the idea, that idea makes you humble yourself. Right. It does. As a, as a it does. Genesis 2, verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are, to, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat it, eat from it, you will certainly die. Eve was not present. Yeah, Eve, Eve wasn't even there yet. In yeah. that conversation, yeah, she, was he, not, she he, had not been created. She had not been created. So, again, I, I'm just saying... As men, I think we struggle with this more than women. Have some humble But I think, guys. yeah, I was going to say, eat some crow. <laughs> eat some crow. <laughs> but uh, that that really opened my eyes. That re- I mean, literally opened my eyes. That The sin was pride for men. And it, you to perpetuate the idea that it was women's fault is still pride. You are literally yeah. still committing the same pride yep. that got us kicked out. And, and you know, the Bible... I, I, I don't know the verse, but the Bible talks about, uh, it says, I have seen and tasted that the Lord is good. Uh, when we talk, when I, I say humble pie, but that brought something to my mind, you know. Take take and eat the, you know, quote-unquote humble pie and know that it is good. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing to be humble. I don't know for you, but for me, uh, I, I this has to be true for you. But, you know, humility... Like, it sucks at first. It sucks to go through it. But at the end, you're, like, so free. Mm, you definitely. feel, like, so feather light. Mm, like, it's like you can float on clouds. Mm-hmm, it's sure. like you feel like that weight's lifted off your back yeah. when you humble yourself and you confess yeah. and you swallow your pride. <laughs> Not it's even like, just along with confessing. It goes along with serving, too. You humble yourself and put yourself below other people. Because yeah. there's no pride in that. It's like, man, why didn't I do this three weeks ago? <laughs> but it, makes you feel, it makes you feel so good. Like it yeah. makes you feel like, yeah. and I know like feelings is not part of salvation. We talked about that today, but that's how God gives you. I feel like God gives you those feelings of goodness yeah. to make your soul well. You know, to yeah. make you feel well, to make you feel filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, that's it's a it's a receipt for that transaction that had happened. I want to drop a Bible verse on pride. I have this wrote down. Proverbs 16 and 5. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. But uh, He detests prideful people. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I said this on the way down driving. And, uh, you know, this is where the scripture says, Seek wise counsel and, you know, talk to your brethren. Right? So Nick and... And Ryan are my brothers in Christ. And uh, I said this, you know, um, we pushed the speed limit coming down through here. Um, we hit Texas. We hit Texas, man. People look at us. We're going like, you know. We're going 90 down the highway. 90 in the slow lane. Us. Yes, passing us like we are sitting still. So we had to push the speed limit. But, you know, <laughs> I, said, I, I said this. And I said, you know, if I told Nick he was driving. I said, you know, if we get pulled over, ignorance is not a defense. Yeah, you cannot yeah. claim ignorance. You know, oh, I didn't know the speed limit. Oh, I didn't know this rule. I didn't know this law. I thought you said it was a defense. I must have heard it wrong. No. No. Uh, ignorance is not a defense of the law. No. Yep. And so just like Christianity, ignorance is not a defense mm-hmm. against judgment. So I feel like a lot of people fall into pride, and they don't even recognize that they're in pride. 
that their, their eyes have been closed to their own sin and they can't see it. And that's why you need to put people around you that can point that stuff out for you. So, but that's where we've talked about this doing it in love, right? Yeah. But that's why you need a brethren who can see when you're being prideful and say, hey, this is, this is pride. Because pride is one of those explicit sins that is very easy to fall into and claim, oh, I didn't even know I was in it. There's a, I can't even name. There's so many people, so many counts of people I've seen, and they're being boastful and they're being self-righteous, right? They're being prideful, and they can't see it. They could not see it if pride slapped them across the face. They'd gone that blind to being prideful. And again, I'm not saying you should go to the church and call somebody aside and say, listen, you're going to hell if you don't get your pride in check. Again, we've talked free about this, about doing truth and love, right? Yeah. There has to be a balance of truth, but there has to be a balance of love. You can't just speak all yeah. truth and no love. You can't speak all love and no truth. Right. Yeah. Um, there's there's a balance there. You're either um, going to push people away or you're going to condone their actions and say it's okay to be yes, man. Uh, I think it was Ryan a second ago kind of hinted at this, but James four and six says uh, he gives he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. So when you when you walk in that humility that He's called you to, whether it be confessing a sin to somebody, or whether it be uh, sometimes sometimes you just have to swallow your pride and be like, Hey, I need help. You yeah, know? yeah, and and I just just today I've struggled I struggled with this, um. You know, God will give you grace, mm-hmm. and the people you're asking for help will have grace on you as well. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes too, um, humility looks it it looks it takes different forms too, but I think sometimes swallowing your pride is also, uh, you know, for instance, if there's a competitive place in the church or something people are desiring to go jobs in the church I think humility would look like although you may be more qualified giving that other person a, an opportunity mm-hmm. you know swallowing your pride and saying no I will let you I'll let you do this I'll let you yeah take the reins you know figurative right. yeah but you know I'm not there's a huge difference there, there's a let's call it a spectrum there's a spectrum with pride being on one side and being ran over on the other side. Yeah. Right? Where you where you let every single person just run you over. We're not saying do that either, right? We're not saying be taken advantage of. There's a, a time and a place for every appointed thing. Yeah. But uh, what we're saying is sometimes <clears throat> it's a great idea to step back and let somebody else show what they have to offer. And uh, I have... I have been accused of this on the on the show of being a Mike Hog. No, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm working on that myself. But, uh, <laughs> but honestly, again, that's why I keep wise brethren with me. But I I I, I know struggle. I I know I struggle with pride, but I also know my brethren struggle with things too. So that's why we we love each other and we hold each other accountable. And we do what we do in love. Yeah. Um, I've struggled with pride too, and I feel like Mm-mm. I go I go along with Corey on this that um, I feel like I have to build myself up because of my insecurities, and I want to be the center of attention and be like, hey, look at me, I can do this, 
I'm making myself feel better by showing out in front of people, you know what I'm saying? And I've only I've noticed that these past like six months to a year, I've been working on that a lot. I've been trying to not talk about myself a lot with people, you know, make myself feel better or say, Hey, look at my accomplishments, look at this and a lot of times I have to keep my mouth shut that way I don't fall into that. So the other name for the three of us, we do hang out quite often, is the Three Musketeers. And what is awesome about this dynamic is we each struggle with something different, but the same same thing. So it's a different flavor or a different display, but it's the same struggle. You know, and it's amazing that uh, in this dynamic, it's like we pick fun of each other because we we love to do that. We love each other. We pick fun of each other. We make no jokes. We never joke around with each other. <laughs> no, Corey's lying no. no. to your faces on no. the podcast. Corey will definitely not scare you going down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Corey will not scare you coming out of the bathroom in the hotel. <laughs> but in saying that, they can see the things I struggle with, and I can see the things they struggle with. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we yeah. pick fun at it, but that's how we come to speak truth and love so um we always there's there's so many pranks going on and so many Corey screaming <laughs> going down the highway for no reason it's it's yeah. like dead silent in the car nick's on his phone going down the road look up directions Corey screams yeah. nick throws his phone in the air mind you mind you we're in waco texas traffic going down the highway okay i don't know if you've ever been to waco but traffic is not slow okay there's there's a decent bit of traffic in waco yeah, but y'all pretend like y'all don't love it Oh, like, it was. It, it oh, it was funny. Oh, uh, we laughed so hard. I think. I think. I think what was the funniest thing? I didn't find it funny at all. But what was hilarious. what was funny was Corey's laugh. Okay, I don't, if you know Corey in person, his laugh is the funniest thing ever. Uh, just it makes uh, it just gets me going. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so mean. So mean. See, this this is exactly the dynamic we're talking about. But. This is, I, I would encourage you, and, and this is not easy to find. I'm very blessed to have Nick and Ryan in my life, but mm-hmm. I would encourage you, find someone like this that you can you can be yourself and get all the flack for it, but at the end of the day, they love you and they're trying to edify you. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, what did Tony talk on that one Wednesday night? It was self-righteousness and what else? Self-righteousness. Like, self-righteousness <sighs> was remember. the... Christian term for the word, but there was also a secular term for the word. Self-righteousness and... It's the synonym of it. Oh my goodness, I can't remember. I don't know, but I, I know... Were the, you there that Wednesday night? Yes, I was. Nick? Or, I've slept no, you, you were doing the media that night. But I did hear I did hear that part. I came in, I stepped in later that night. Secular... Not secular um, self-righteousness and... Arrogant. Arrogance was it? Was that it? Well, that's a synonym. I don't know if that was it. I'm just throwing words out there. <clears throat> Probably, but Tony had a good, a good class about that. This is a couple weeks ago now. But you know what I loved about his is he talked about the other side of that. Self righteousness in the church. He talked about. That. But the um, he asked the question: Does does God like it when we suffer? Right. I don't remember that. Um, but you weren't in there for that one. But yeah, he followed up oh. this sermon with, and he did a whole a whole great lesson on 
suffering and the opposite being of self-righteousness. And he used a word, I can't even remember the word he used, um, afflictions. Mm. Mm. But he said affliction is the opposite of sin. And that's the same thing with his humility being the opposite of pride. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, How is affliction is the opposite of sin? Affliction, because, affliction, uh, uh, like, is what keep, is what, like, affliction draws you closer to God, which gets rid of your sin, is what What's the definition of affliction, is what I'm asking? Suffering. Suffering, yep. But suffering for God is... Uh, are you talking about, like, fasting and starving your flesh? and Yes, becoming less like yourself. Yeah. And becoming okay. more like God. Yeah. Um, and and you didn't hear this lesson, but it was a really good lesson, and yeah, I think it listen. ties in to all of this. Yeah, that's why you should move up. <laughs> Moving on up in life. <laughs> Moving on up in life. There wasn't a person I wanted to talk about about pride. Let me pull it up. Um, okay, Ron. We'll just me and Corey. We'll just unplug our mics, and you can have the you can have the floor. Okay. You won't give me one second. I'm scrolling through the Bible app right now. Yeah. Yeah, too bad we don't have our soundboard with us. We could play the Jeopardy theme song. <laughs> so I do, I do want to give an announcement. This was a, an unfortunate event that happened in our ministry. Um, last week we played a snippet of a song on our soundboard. And we in, got copyright. We got copyright strike, and we had to give the entire episode rights to Kanye West. I've never thought that we would <laughs> have to do this, but here we are. Music rights to Kanye music West. rights. Yeah, so uh, he owns the music rights to episode twenty-one. Guard your heart. So, <laughs> so do Ryan's us a favor and oh, wow. don't uh, don't watch any ads on that one because those monies are going straight to Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have the verse now. Proverbs sixteen five. Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Did you not read that earlier? No, I read Proverbs. Oh, this is Proverbs sixteen eighteen. Sorry, I said that wrong. I was this about is to sixteen say. eighteen. Yeah. Just keep. So, it what's the definition of haughty spirit, Nick? I don't know. I looked it up like four years ago. So, what are you saying, haughty? Haughty. H a u g h t y. It says blatantly and disdainfully proud. It's basically the same thing as pride. So pride comes before the fall. So I think, so is, is all forms of pride sin? I do want to ask that question. Okay. Um, so like if I said I'm proud of my children for behaving today, is that pride? I'm taking pride in their actions. I'm taking pride in... I think there's, like you said, there's different kinds of pride. Um, I feel like that, that form of pride is not... Putting yourself above others. I think it's being proud of what you've done to the extent. I don't know how to word it. Because I, I mean, I could reword this. I'm proud of what the church has accomplished. And you, you take pride in that, right? You take pride in what the church has but done. But I think that's a good but, form of pride. Yes. I think that, I think you, even using the word pride could uh, root up, you know, root up pride in your heart. So yeah, I, I understand that. I think too, you so. should. Uh, I think I think uh, on situations like that where you're proud of your kids or you're proud of what the church is doing, you you should use words like grateful. Okay. Okay. Thank, so thankful, you're saying the word proud. Glad. Right here, um, it's the definition of haughty. Right, it's blatantly and disdainfully proud. 
the key word there is disdainfully proud. It's the type of proudness that you have. And I feel like... What you're saying is being genuinely... Genuinely proud of what has happened. And the definition of disdainful is showing contempt or lack of respect. So as long as there's honor... Honor in your pride. In yeah, your pride. Where you're not putting yourself above others and building yourself up for... Yeah. Um, bad motives in your heart. You know so saying? that was like what Dale yeah. preached about today. And, and today, we, like we said, we went to this Harris, Harris Creek, Creek Church. Baptist Church. Yeah. And uh, the man who spoke today was named Dale. He's the college pastor there. He's, he's the college awesome. pastor. Yes, he's an awesome pastor. But yeah, uh, he's talked about there has to be honesty and honor mm. in, yeah. in everything yeah. that you talk there's about. There's a tension, yeah. yeah. There's a ten- just like we, uh, there's a balance in all this, right? So there's a balance between getting ran over and being the best thing since sliced bread. There's a balance in honesty and love. There's a balance in honesty. And truth. In, it's honesty and truth. Right. right. Truth and love, sorry. Truth and love and yeah. then honesty and um, honor. Well, like he's, we talked about today, it, we're going, well, they were going through uh, the book of Psalms. Psalms 42. A series called Soundtracks because, mm-hmm. you know, Psalms is Psalms. a series of soundtracks. But anyway, they were going through Psalms 42 and let me pull up that verse they were talking about. What verse was it? It's Psalms 42, and I think it's verse 9. 42. That's right before 41, right? Or after 41. Hmm. Counting with Corey. <laughs> 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 New series starting next week. That is be a whole new podcast. <laughs> it is verse 9. Psalms 42, verse 9. It says... I can't. Anyways, I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by my enemy? He said, "This shows a healthy relationship between you and God. At first, you honor God. You know, I say to God, my rock. You know, you honor Him and His place in your life. Why have you forgotten me? Then you're being honest Mm -hmm. with God of your feelings. Of your feelings, yeah. You're." You still have honor, but you're honest with him about yeah. how you feel, and yeah. that's that's letting go of your pride. You know, you're yeah. being honest with God, and he gave you honor him. He he also gave an example. He said, um, he said, it's like talking to your wife. He said, yeah, it's like it's like, babe, I love you. That's not gonna change. I love you. Where have you been? Mm-hmm. You know, being honest, honesty, or honor and honesty. You yeah. know. So, is there any other things that just burn into? Get off your chest. There was one more thing I wanted to say, but I forgot. He slept since then. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I want, I want to get out a few announcements here, um, and maybe Ryan can remember his last thing. So the donut fundraiser was a huge success. Yeah, that was and we awesome. want to thank everyone who donated to our ministry and who purchased donuts. Um, we were allowed to file all of our tax documents. We opened up our bank account. We became a nonprofit. There's a lot of things that happened this week because of We're that fundraising. Getting our business debit cards in a little bit. So we we are becoming becoming official. We're looking for more board members. Yes, we are. Oh. Uh, we were wanting to expand our ministry. We are looking for um, some board members, mm-hmm. uh, but we. It's a pretty hard job, I have to be honest with you. It takes there's, a lot of time. There's honestly. a lot of time and there's yeah. a lot of resources that go into it. And the pay kind of sucks, if I have to be honest. Okay. <laughs> but the, the retirement's great. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get state benefits. State yeah. of the heaven benefits. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you get a mansion to heaven. 
we do want to say thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts. We could not do the things that we want to do in this ministry without the support mm-hmm. and love from our community. Um, I do want to make announcements. This is coming up um, pretty far away, but I do want to kind of put it in your in your noggins. September 9th is the Bear Creek Festival in Belmont, Mississippi at C.C. Shook Park. Yeah, uh, We will be attending that. Uh, we will have a um, stand set up, and we're going to be handing out literature and... Uh, literature. Literature, yes. Literature. Uh, okay. Literature. We'll, we'll let Ryan say that one. <laughs> okay. uh, but we're also <laughs> going to be just spreading God's word. And yeah. uh, we are also in search of some Bibles. Um, we are trying to get God's word out to some people. If you know of somebody who would like to donate some Bibles or knows where we can get them very affordably, yeah, please reach out to us. The email the unqualified commission at gmail. Um, the Bibles are very very expensive when you price them out, um, so we're we are trying to any version will do. Yeah, any version any will version. do. Yeah, any yeah. if you know a place that we could get those again affordable or somebody could donate them, <clears throat> we'd be very grateful. Um, but thank you so much for your community support, and that's all I have. And before we before we finish, I'd like to say this. Um, I don't know where your listeners are, but uh, wherever you go to church at, you're not serving there, find somewhere to serve. You know, God honors that. Be a servant and put down your pride. Swallow your pride. <laughs> Swallow your pride. That's not where that. I was going with that. That's full circle. But, uh, that's full yeah, circle. Yeah. But no, what I was wanting to say is, well, I don't know if this was it, but I just thought of it. Combating pride is its a hard thing to do. You have to be on guard of your thoughts and your actions and your motives 24-7. And if your motives in doing something are wrong, you know, pray to God, you know, make my motives what you want them to be. Let them be spiritual reasons and not wanting to build myself up to make myself feel better about myself, but let me reflect your glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this has been Corey. This is Ryan. And this has been Nick. And this is the Unqualified Commission Podcast. Thank you.